Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, host of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show, your on-air ladies Bible study event. This is the show that will inspire you to get into the Bible and help you understand it. It's my goal to be relatable and authentically leave you refreshed as you listen to the Soul H2O devotion. This week, my intention is to help open up your eyes to all the new God is working on your behalf. Episode 93, New Beginnings, is sure to leave you excited about the future. Downloadable Soul H2O journal pages help you dive deep into the teaching segment and quench your spiritual thirst. You can even use them for your personal devotions. They're found on today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 93. After the first music pick song, we'll dive into today's Soul H2O devotion. But for now, listen to an oldie but a goodie with encouragement from Daphne of Bavakwa, reminding you how God turns things around and makes all things new. Looking at everywhere. My mom would always tell me, you know, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. And just the importance of surrounding yourself with people who are going to encourage you, who are going to inspire you, and who are going to help you through your life. And I think that's good company. And I hope that this show brings that to, to those who are listening. Good music, good conversation, good company. Faith Strong Today's Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. Weekdays at 5 p.m. right here on Joy. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. At this point in the world, I pretty much feel like we should all be experts at new beginnings since the pandemic has given us ample opportunities to start over. We thought we were mostly out of the pandemic when, wham, Omicron hit so hard and it's spreading like wildfire, especially here in Canada. Thankfully, this strain of the COVID-19 virus isn't as potent. And I'm hoping a new article published in the National Post is right, saying that Omicron may lift us out of the pandemic so that this becomes the last wave of corona. Lord, let it be. The article said that millions are poised to contract a version of COVID that will leave them with natural immunity at the cost of some cold-like symptoms, and went on to say new numbers from Public Health Ontario showing Omicron patients to be 54% less at risk from death or hospitalization as compared to earlier variants. We're excited to hear this and hope it's true, but how will we handle the new beginning of a world without a pandemic? Lockdowns, masking, incessant washing of the hands, not shaking hands, not hugging, keeping our distance and staying indoors has become a new normal. I'm shocked at how many people have commented that they're going to continue to wear masks post-pandemic. Now, I don't think that's wrong if you want to do this, but is it a form of metathesiophobia? You see, change is inevitable and new beginnings abound. The fact that you're experiencing a new day in your life is proof that new beginnings are more common than things staying the same. 
When I think of things staying the same, I can't help but think of the movie Groundhog Day. I literally hated that movie. The repetition of waking up and doing the same thing over and over is something my personality finds nauseating. Thankfully, this complete repeating of days only happens in movies. If the last two years have shown you anything, I'm sure you've seen that transitions are everywhere. People need to pivot. Are any of these change-inspired words or phrases I'm going to say indicative of your current life stage? Listen to the list and see if you can relate. First-time homebuyer, newly married, new mom, new role, career, or job, separated, divorced, starting fresh, debt-free, empty nest, grandparenting, downsizing, retirement, traveling, financial freedom, fixed income, or sadly, the loss of a loved one. All reveal transitions in life. New beginnings can be or become great things, but they all involve something most of us don't like. New beginnings involve change. I think you need to start seeing change as an opportunity because God is in the business of making all things new, and that includes you. Change is an opportunity to reinvent yourself, start over, to go after your passions and follow God's call. But often, change brings on a disorder you might have experienced. The disorder I'm talking about is metathesiophobia. You know, the fear of change or changing things. It's a really long name for this disorder, so let's just call it meta. I know I've struggled with meta a time or two. Ah, let's just be honest. A ton. Has your life been marked by meta? Metaphobes often feel they have no control over their lives, owing to constant changes. When they give into full meta, they tend to live in the past and may end up depressed. Their phobia makes them unwilling to move, to progress, or to change anything from routine in an effort to bring some sort of normalcy into their lives. Their desire for consistency can actually become their downfall. Metathesiophobia unchecked can severely impact your professional and personal lives. I understand that risking on change to pursue your dreams is difficult, but everything worth achieving costs. Change is tough at any age, but I do recognize how it's more difficult when you risk in your 40s, 50s, 60s, or even in your 70s. In your 20s, you have nothing to lose. In your 30s, you still haven't built up your nest egg, but after 40, you often have a nice house, a good pension plan, balances growing in the bank or retirement funds, a career people connect you with, or positions in your community. Choosing to risk on a new beginning later in life can bring on meta even more than when you're young, but it can also open the door to amazing things. Risking for the sake of following your dreams, the chance at love or a warm friendship is oh so worth it. Sometimes opportunities for a new beginning are right before you and you don't even realize it. A great scripture that talks about this truth can be found in God's word to his people in Isaiah 43 verses 18 to 19 when he says, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. When you allow your fears to control you, you can't even see how God is making a way in the wilderness or how he's providing water in the desert, as it says in other translations. 
After I went through divorce, I was at a camp, and after being compelled to go forward for prayer, Pastor Sam Farina prayed over me, not knowing who I was or what I was going through. He'd forgotten to take off his head microphone, so everyone there heard his words. Sam, in a firm voice, said, Stop looking through the rearview mirror. He went on to prophesy over my life about how God's plans for the latter part of my life would be greater than the beginning, how God was going to use me greater in the future than he had in the past. There was so much more that he and his wife prayed over me, but I'll just leave it here with this portion of the incredible message God spoke to me through their obedience. God's timing is impeccable. This happened on a Wednesday night. Thursday, I had a job interview at a church to be a pastor on their lead team, and on Saturday night, I was to go on my first date with Todd. I felt in my heart that one of those two things was going to be the great new thing God had in store for my future, but it still caused that old meta to rear its ugly head. If you've listened to any of my shows with Todd, you know which opportunity was God's new beginning for me way back then. Just think about what Sam said practically. You can't drive a car by staring in the rearview mirror. That is without crashing, of course. To move forward driving, you have to look through the windshield and only glance at the rearview mirror. The same is true in life. To move forward, you must keep looking ahead to what God is doing while glancing back at the past. It's interesting that God used the same statement with Todd. As Todd and I began to share our lives, he showed me his work whiteboard with a quote on it that said, Stop looking through the rearview mirror. And that's what I call a God wink. God is so creative. He's always changing things up and doing new things. Fear stifles your creativity, your willingness to change. Because of fear, I've really had to push myself to get out of my comfort zone, and so is Todd. Acting on the ideas God stirred in my heart wasn't always easy for me, and in this season of constant pivoting during our pandemic, it's often been a struggle I've had to overcome. Years ago, Todd and I spoke to a group, and he came to this realization while preparing and looking at the art he'd made over the years previous before we got together. Todd said, it's interesting to see how when I look back on all the art, God was speaking his message to me so clearly. Todd's art most often includes words, and the ones he'd painted were telling him to relax, turn over a new leaf that it takes two feet to get out of the boat, and God wanted to turn his scars into stars. So often God has to ease us into change because of that old metathesiophobia. The fear of change gets in the way of us moving forward into the new beginning God has for our lives. In the midst of the issues of life, we often don't see what God is doing. Isaiah 43 verses 18 to 19 is a great reminder to keep your eyes and ears open to what God is doing and to be looking for the new beginnings he's working in your life. Revive Our Hearts with Nancy DeMoss Walgamuth is committed to calling women to freedom, fullness, and fruitfulness in Christ. As the author of over 20 books and leader of the True Woman Movement, Nancy has dedicated her life to introducing and guiding women through biblical womanhood. Revive Our Hearts with Nancy DeMoss Walgamuth, weekdays at 11.30 a.m. right here on Joy, hometown Christian radio for the GTA. 
Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. New beginnings are often triggered by a change in circumstances. Sometimes it's what we see as a good change, but others are born out of those difficult changes in life. I think James was wise as he encouraged believers in his book saying, when it seems as though you're facing nothing but difficulties, see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. James 1 verse 2. Whether your new beginning is coming out of difficult or delightful circumstances, God is continually working on us to bring about change. As a kid, one of my babysitters gave me a frame cross-stitching of the saying, God isn't finished with me yet. Boy, was that an understatement. I needed to change a lot from the sherry I was as a child, and there's still so much more room to grow. 2 Corinthians 5.17 promises us that if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. The new you actually came at the moment you received Christ into your life, but the reality is your new takes a long time to fully surface. Don't worry if you feel you're not changing fast enough. You can confidently hold on to the promise from Philippians 1, 6 that God, who began a good work in you, will complete the job. And no matter how far you've come, God still isn't finished with you yet. Whether you're 19 or 79 listening to this show, God has new things for you. Do you see where he's starting to bring about new beginnings in your life? Are you discerning changes on the horizon? Do you want to ensure that you don't miss out, but discern what the next God has in store for you? Well, I think taking a few pages out of the Todd and Sherry story might help you. Todd and I joke about being experts at new beginnings. We both went through divorce in our 40s. It's inevitable that divorce brings change, both good and bad. You're literally forced into new beginnings. Divorce, death of a loved one, having a baby, changing schools, or just new stages in life all bring about changes that can affect your relationships, finances, jobs, living situations, and even your spiritual life. Whenever change is thrust upon you, it's your choice to make those new beginnings a good or bad experience. Within the first five years of divorcing, Todd and I both moved a few times, but me quite a few times more than Todd. We were married and both got out of companies we were co-owners in. To say there was a lot of new beginnings happening in our new relationship would have been a massive understatement. It was exciting and the time was filled with plot changes that we never saw coming. We chose to get closer to God in those times and daily devotions became our lifeline. Individually, we felt God had big plans for our lives before we even began talking. But the thought of opening up my heart to a new relationship brought on extreme metathesiophobia. That fear of change could have stopped me from marrying Todd. I'm so thankful I risked my heart on him because after almost 10 years of marriage, I know how much God has used Todd to bring healing to my heart and fun in my life. When we were dating, God began to bring about a lot of changes. Leaving my work in the automotive industry, I started writing a book. 
that I haven't released yet, but shortly after we got married, I began writing my devotional, Water in the Desert, that I first published. Having Todd's artwork inside of my book made all the difference for it. The sketchy illustrations hit home the messages of each devotion. This was the beginning of us working together and following after our God-given dreams, even fulfilling prophetic words spoken over our lives long before. Todd left the comfort of working in the family business to pivot and pursue his artistic passions, publishing a men's devotional, 40 Days in the Man Cave, illustrating so many children's books, and becoming well-known for his caricatures. In the past two years of the pandemic, I've transitioned in ministry a whole lot. I've moved from speaking live to online and on air, and I'm really loving it. Starting this show was super scary, but now it's become such a big part of how I help women to grow confident faith that doesn't crumble under the pressures of life. And they don't even have to be around me. The magic of on air and online is that you can be sitting in your jammies at home and hearing the message that God is sharing. Each new beginning requires risk, most often financially, but there's always costs in other areas too. Often growth comes slower than you imagine. When you feel like it's not happening fast enough, remember Zechariah 4.10 that says, Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Trust that God will finish what He started in you. Philippians 1.6 is His promise to do just that. Todd and I have learned that new beginnings most often start off slow, but they are so worth the effort. We know we're in good company as experts at new beginnings. The Bible is full of people whose lives are great examples of the power of a pivot. People like Joseph, Esther, Ruth, Naomi, Moses, and Caleb so many more. All experienced new beginnings more than one time. They each went through series of pivots that led to God's plan and purpose for their lives in new and exciting ways. Their latter years looked nothing like the early years of their lives, but they were some of the best times of their lives. Esther went from a daughter to an orphan, then adopted, later taken to become a concubine, chosen as a princess, called on to be a leader of her people, to be a deliverer, and then ruled like a queen. God wants new beginnings in your life to bless you. So take a risk and experience all the new that God has for you. If you've been listening to the episode and find yourself relating to a time of change, sensing God has something new on the horizon for you, I want to challenge you to lean into that, or you might miss out on an incredible opportunity as it talks about in Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, and I love it from the Good News Translation. The Lord says, do not cling to events of the past or dwell on what happened long ago. Watch for the new thing, for I am going to do it. It is happening already. You can see it now. I will make a road through the wilderness and give you streams of water there. Discerning when a feeling is God's prompting for a new beginning and then learning how to navigate that change can be a tricky process. To help you, I've created a mini course called Perfecting the Pivot. It's important to take time to ponder the pivot, a necessary step for every business, ministry, relationship, and personal life success. 
an integral step to perceive what new thing God might be starting. In this video mini course, you'll be guided through practical examples with simple checklists, notes, and quick quizzes to help you discern if it's time to make a change. You'll get super clear on what your next steps should be, and implementing a pivot will be made easier as you follow my five-step path to perfecting the pivot. This mini course isn't for anyone who wants to stay the same and not rock the boat. But if you're sensing that God is trying to wake you up and invite you to walk on the water with Him, this course could be just what you need to direct your decision-making and guide you through your follow-through. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for Episode 93, New Beginnings on the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show. Make sure to check out the show notes for downloadable scripture graphics, information about the show, and information about my Perfecting the Pivot course at soulh2o.com slash 93. I hope you'll share this episode with your friends and family, take a screen capture while listening on your device, and share on your social media to help spread the word about Soul H2O. Until next week, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.